This is Mackenzie Derry, and I'm a sales agronomist for CHS Ag Services in Laramore, North Dakota. We are pleased to bring you this update from the Red River Farm Network, CHS Ag Services, providing solutions for your success. Good morning, farm news on the Red River Farm Network. I'm Don Wick. We'll have updates from Randy Cunin uh, recapping Potato Expo out in Denver. Well, for many of us, it is a foggy start to the day. Visibility should improve as the day progresses, but persistent fog or low-level clouds will prevent that thermometer from going too much higher today. Sunshine will return for the weekend. Temperatures will also slowly improve. Michigan Senator and the current Senate Agriculture Committee Chair, Debbie Stabenow, has announced she will not seek re-election in 2024. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said he fully expects Stabenow to finish out her term by working towards a strong farm bill. And I fully expect, uh, uh, knowing Senator Stabenow, that she is going to work as hard as she can possibly work to make sure that we do have a farm bill, uh, notwithstanding whatever challenges may be presented in that process. Uh, and there will always be challenges, uh, but she has always risen to the occasion, and I have no reason to doubt she won't rise to it again. Vilsack reflects on Stabenow's years of service to agriculture. The good news is that Senator Stabenow uh, has indicated it, uh, her interest and in, in intent to finish out her term, which means that she has two more years of effective leadership. Uh, she's done an extraordinary job for farmers, ranchers, and producers, and for rural Americans and for rural places. Um, the work that she's done on the farm bills uh, has, has allowed and established a foundation uh, that I think uh, that will allow us to really transform the the opportunity in American agriculture and the rural economy uh, that is so uh, uh, linked uh, to, to American agriculture. According to a report published by the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization, food prices declined for the ninth straight month. The December food index was down 1% from one year ago, down nearly 2% from November. Meat prices declined 1.2% from November. The cereal price index dropped 2%. Dairy prices were up 1.1%. Sugar prices rose 2.4% on the month. Potato Expo is a chance for the potato industry to show off their quality seed potatoes. Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Randy Coonan caught up with Minnesota seed producer Justin Dagan. Justin, you're uh, sitting in the booth for the uh, Minnesota Certified Seed Growers Association. Yeah, our uh, association always has a booth at the Expo because we uh, believe that Minnesota seed potatoes offer great value for the growers in the United States, and we're glad to be here advocating. Not only are you a vendor, but you're also an attendee as well. Yeah, the Potato Expo for the last 15 years has been an extraordinary event. We bring all aspects of the potato industry together in one place for three or four days of great meetings, great interaction, great networking, and uh, it's just the, a great event for the potato industry. Talk a little bit about the, uh, the growers that make up the Minnesota Certified Seed Growers. You know, we have about 30 growers in the state of Minnesota who are certified seed potato growers, approximately 6,000 acres. We're growing, I believe, 70 different varieties that fit uh, the needs of, of growers all over the United States, be it French fry producers, be it chip producers, be it producers of fresh potatoes. You know, there's ruts, russets, there's reds, there's yellows, there's whites, and we produce seed for every different uh, aspect of the industry. We have seed potato producers 
producers on the Iowa border and on the Canadian border. So we actually have a large geographic footprint, which is actually very healthy for the industry. So we're really thankful for the dedicated seed producers we have in Minnesota. We sell seed all over North America. I know several guys export into Canada every year. My farm does. And yet we sell seed on the East Coast, in Maine, in Massachusetts, and we sell seed on the West Coast. So are you shipping seed in, right, right, this time of year then? We will not start shipping until the month of March, and then we'll be very, very busy the month of March and April, as most potatoes in North America are planted in March and April and May. Carlstead, Minnesota seed potato grower Justin Dagan. Our reports from Potato Expo brought to you by the National Potato Council, Bayer Crop Science, Gowan USA, Ag Country Farm Credit Services, AMVAC, and Syngenta. For the Red River Farm Network, I'm Randy Conan. The American Farm Bureau Federation convention beginning today in Puerto Rico. Young farmers and ranchers are participating. Discussion meet contestants include Billy Ogdahl from North Dakota and Jeff Pagel from Minnesota. The first round of the discussion meet begins at 9 o'clock tomorrow. This is the Red River Farm Network. Finishing 2022 on a high note with positive net farm income and some needed moisture after a dry fall, Valley United Co-op CEO Paul Coppin reflects on drastic weather changes throughout the growing season that ultimately led to a successful year. We actually had some producers that, that PP'd, uh, some of their corn acres because uh, they just couldn't get in because it was so wet. And then lo and behold, it stopped raining. And, you know, we had probably optimal growing conditions here going in, into fall, certainly on the dry side. Uh, guys were really concerned that that would probably affect it even a little bit. But uh, as we got into fall and, and came out of fall, the yields were better than expected. And certainly with the commodity prices where they were at, I think everybody was pretty happy. Coppin says there's still uncertainty about what will be planted this spring, but he's carrying a positive outlook into the new year. There's always exciting stuff going on in ag, I guess. So, I mean, it's it, it's good. I think the question is right now is, you know, what are our producers going to plant, I guess. You know, and, that, and that's certainly with corn and beans and wheat where they're at right now. Uh, these guys can certainly pick and choose. So uh, I think that's the question mark is, you know, exactly what are they going to going to put in the ground and excitement I think going into 2023 that there's a lot of optimism uh, out in the country on the prospects in 2023. Northland Potato Growers Association Executive Director Donovan Johnson says Potato Expo has been a chance for the industry to talk shop. This is an opportunity for a lot of the growers, industry reps, uh, manufacturers, uh, chemical suppliers, you name it, uh, educational uh, individuals come together and and dispense information um, on what's important to the potato industry. And I think that's uh, what everybody gains here. It's not just that, it's networking across the uh, growing areas. We've got uh, both Canadian and U.S. growers here and uh, uh, growing region representatives here. So it's an opportunity to just uh, keep in touch, grow, expand, learn um, from everybody and see what's new out there. Uh, it, it's just a tremendous opportunity. Johnson is optimistic about new potato varieties. We, last year we came out in 2022, I'm talking about now, came out with uh, Dakota Russet, got approved um, uh, through various uh, uh, channels, I guess, and McDonald's finally accepted that. And so that's a big deal for us, uh, developed through NDSU, Susie Thompson, uh, the researcher. So we're looking at continuing to do those kind of things. We've got uh, a red variety, we've got a chip variety that's uh, 
now getting uh, into the, uh, the trial side. Th- these are things that we're excited about going forward. Syngenta Agronomy Services Manager Chris Clements says spring planting is shaping up to be wet. One of the things that we have on our mind for this year is what are we going to do at planting with all of this wet weather. So it's important to have a good seed treatment on. So our recommendation is Cruiser Max Potato Vibrance. Um, And then in addition to that, you're going to need something to help with some of these molds that occur, uh, especially the wetter molds like uh, Phytophthora, uh, which is pink rot, and then also Pythium Link. So we've got a newer product called Arondis Gold. Arondis is excellent on both of those. Um, and um, we've had a lot of success with it over the last couple of years. Early blight will be a concern once this crop starts to canopy. Absolutely. With uh, weather like that, anytime you have moisture, uh, free moisture on the leaves, you're going to have to worry about early blight. Uh, we do have a new product called Miravis Prime. Uh, we've had it out for a couple of years. We just got MRL acceptance in Taiwan last year. Uh, so we're looking to expand a lot of that business in the Pacific Northwest, and we have uh, full freedom to operate with that product as well. Australia is expected to harvest a record 42 million ton wheat crop. In December, the Australian Bureau of Agricultural and Resource Economics, ABARE, forecast the wheat product at the wheat production at 36.6 million tons. While the bushels are there, quality has suffered with excessive rains. Much of that crop will be listed as feed wheat. And Red River Valley fresh potato shipments totaled 365,000 hundredweight in December. That's down 24,000 hundredweight from one year earlier. Red potato movement declined 8.5%. Yellow potato shipments down nearly 3%. North American Potato News reports potato stocks are up significantly from last year in the Red River Valley. We've been counting down the top stories of 2022 through this week. Farmland values were record high in this past year. That story ranks as our ninth biggest story of the year. USDA's land value summary shows farmland values rose by $420 per acre this year nationwide. American Farm Bureau Federation economist Danny Munch So that's the largest year-over-year increase since the survey began in 1997. Part of this increase can be linked to the the rise in commodity prices that have have translated to higher farming values in those lands, especially in heavy row crop uh, heartland states like Iowa, Illinois, and Indiana. Um, You also have competition with some of the incentives that uh, the federal government has added to programs like the Conservation Reserve Program. Pfeiffer's Auction and Realty President Kevin Pfeiffer said there's been a steady increase in farmland values over the past 15 months. Good quality farm ground increased in value by 40 to 60 percent during that time. The threat of higher interest rates may eventually soften land values, but that has not happened yet. Major companies are developing biological portfolios to combat diseases in crops. AMVAC commercial product manager Micah Skanga says AMVAC is also diversifying its portfolio. So we, the company has made a, an investment into uh, different types of biologicals like microbial consortium, uh, amino acid products, chitin products, and how those products can fit into the existing portfolio of proven chemistries to be able to provide additional tools for the growers. Skanka says biologicals and fumigans work well together for potato growers. What we've seen in the past couple years, being a company that, that has products like tried and true fumigants, as well as biological products, we've seen that these, these type of products are really additive in nature. In other words, 
there's a reason that the proven chemistries are used specifically because for a return on investment. The um, These new type of products now, depending on whether they help with fertilizer efficiency or whether they help mitigate stress, maybe they help with root uptake, uh, but they're certainly additive in nature uh, to these to these proven chemistries. Checking markets, we have Minneapolis wheat three and a quarter higher for the March contract, nine twelve and a quarter. The Chicago wheat for March, a nickel better, uh, just changing four and three quarter higher at seven fifty one and a half. Hard red winter wheat for March, one and three quarter higher at eight forty one and a half. March corn, six fifty seven and a half, four and three quarter higher. New crop gaining two and a half cents. March soybeans seven higher. 1477 and three quarters, July six and a half cents higher at 1487 and a half. As we check in on the farm calendar, the small grain update meetings will be taking place next week, beginning Tuesday noon at Dilworth. On Wednesday of next week, the 11th, they'll be in Ada and Crookston. Thursday, the 12th, in Lancaster and Roseau. And Friday, the 13th, They'll be in St. Hilaire for the small grain update meetings. Also on the farm calendar, the Minnesota Crop Improvement Association annual meeting will be held next week, Thursday. They'll be at the Bigwood Event Center in Fergus Falls. And the North Dakota Grain Dealers Association with their 110th annual convention and industry trade show. That's in Fargo, January 15th through the 17th. Have yourself a great day. This is the Red River Farm Network.